Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode. I'm Paige Killian, and today... I want to talk to you about what the drawer situation might look like in different areas of your home and how file folding and what I like to call the roll up can actually help those spaces be their most organized. So in the last few episodes, I've talked a lot about some of the different things, uh, jobs that I did when I went back to Tennessee, and we're really talking more about more grown up spaces. So like the sunroom and Uh, the backyard area and when and what to paint and my dad's closet, for example. So some of those were the past episodes. And I wanted to make sure that we were doing an episode for you. If you have got a little one that you are helping in their smaller dresser drawers, get more organized, whether you're doing it on your own, or you're actually starting to teach them how to do it. And then when we take those efforts and energy that we put into helping our kiddos get organized in those drawers with file folding or the roll up that can actually translate to different things. Like, for example, I've just been recently packing for my daughter's summer camp away. And these things were really helpful when I was packing her stuff. So obviously that's not in a dresser drawer, but it helped a lot when I was packing in packing cubes and different things in her suitcase. And also in my husband and I, in our bedroom, we've got a couple of different 
drawer situations that are different sizes. And then we've also got some other drawers that we keep clothes in, in our closet that is built in shelving on the wall. And so not only did I want to make sure that I was giving you some tips to help with your kiddos when organizing those drawers, but also these will definitely grow with you. So even if you're an adult and you don't have kids and you're interested in organizing the spaces that are in your drawers with clothing, hopefully today's episode will help you with that as well. And as always, if it does, I hope you'll share it with another friend and would always love if you could post it on social media as well and tag me so I can see that you guys are enjoying and appreciating and learning something from these episodes. Please make sure that you are reaching out as well and letting me know if there's something that I haven't touched on yet that you want me to talk about that has to do with mom life, that has to do with raising kids, that has to do with organization in your home or your work, your home office, your office that is not at home anywhere that you need some organization in your life. I would love to know what it is that I could help contribute to. So please let me know that. So back to the drawer specifically. So I started doing this many years ago. If you don't know what file folding is, I have to give some credit to who I heard learned it from first, which was Marie Kondo. Thanks, Marie my girl. So Marie Kondo is the author of The Art of Tidying Up, and she's got some other books as well. If you go to the container store, you'll see her beautiful face there. She's got lots of different containers that she uses to organize there. So I learned from her really the art of file folding, and everybody kind of has their own take on it. And I'll give you a little idea of, for example, how I've used it with pants and also with shirts in our drawers. And then I'm also going to tell you what I use oftentimes. It's a lot more easy for a lot more easy. No, let's be grammatically correct. Okay. My mom, who we call Graham, she puts the gram and grammar she's listening. So let's be grammatically correct. It's a lot easier <laughs> to do uh, when you're sort of manipulating fabrics, when you're trying to take pants and shirts and put them into drawers when you're a little kid. Uh, it's so much easier sometimes, I think, to use the roll-up method uh, because that's just... Uh, it's less precise. It's a little more forgiving. And what I found is that it actually works well in my husband's drawers because sometimes file folding his stuff can get a little annoying or it can get a little difficult because he is six foot six and he is a giant man. And so he has a lot more fabric on his clothes than we do. So I wanted to tell you a couple of different ways today that you can use file folding and that you can use the roll-up method in your drawers. So as I mentioned, Marie Kondo, I learned from her how to do file folding. So I'm going to mentally paint this picture for you. And if this one makes it onto YouTube, hopefully you'll get some ideas with it as well with some visual examples. So the pants, for example, let's talk about those. If you have a pair of pants and you're going to file fold those, what you want to do is you want, let's just go, start at the very beginning. Let's say you have a bed or you have a tabletop or you have the floor. So you've laid those pants out. You've got two separate legs. You're going to take one leg, fold it over the other leg. So it looks like what we called in kindergarten, the hot dog fold, right? Because this is the long, skinny, narrow. This is not the hamburger fold, which is the opposite direction. So you got the hot dog fold one leg over the other leg, then you can, and I, you know, I think you can do it however you want. I tend to fold it in so that like 
the front of the pants are touching each other. The legs of the front of the pants are folded in toward each other. Uh, but you can choose to do it the outside way if you want. The reason I do it like that oftentimes is because then you don't see if there's a zipper. Not all your pants are going to have a zipper or a button front, but it's just a cleaner look in my opinion. So if you'd like to do that, you can do that. And then what you're left with is in the top of the pants. Now we're going to get real technical here. I'm going to use words like crotch and booty. So here we go you're going to see that the crotch part is going to stick out below the booty. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to take that part that comes out that looks like the, the crotch fold, and you're going to fold that in. And the idea behind that is you want to make this long, narrow, what looks like a more uniform uh, line of the pants. Now, if you've got some good old bell bottoms or you've got a boot cut, perhaps pair of pants, you want to just fold in the bottom of the leg that might be a little wider. So again, your goal here with file folding is you want to have this like a long rectangular uniform look. So if you look at those pants and you go to fold them over and you see any area that looks wider than another part, you want to make the wide part match as closely as possible to the narrowest part. So perhaps this is like where the thigh to the knee to the calf part of the pant is, right? All right. So you're going to Fold it with that hot dog fold in half, one leg over the other. You're going to fold in the crotch simultaneously as your hand is holding that part over. You'll take the waist and you will fold that again pretty much in half right around that knee line down to the bottom of the pants. So again, if you are trying to make that uniform, you're going to be taking that crotch part and folding it in. And then you're going to be taking like if you have lower, the lower part of the pant leg is wider, you can fold that in and then you can fold it in half. Now that feels like I need to be an octopus with multiple hands to try to do all that at the same time. You can simply fold the pants in half with that long skinny hot dog fold, one leg over the other, you can take the waist and you can take it, move it in half down to the uh, ankle, the very bottom, most bottom part, most bottom part of the pant leg. And then you can go back and you can kind of tuck in any spaces that you feel like are not uniform and making it look more like a symmetrical rectangle. All right, so now that I have like, I don't know, beaten this dead horse, <laughs> Hopefully I'm giving you that idea on the off chance that file folding is very new to you. But once you've done that, then you've just got that pant folded in half in a rectangle shape. So at that point, this is where you make the judgment based on the height of your drawer. So if you have a very skinny, shallow drawer, like my son has got, or if you've got a really skinny, shallow drawer that we've got that's in our closet drawers that are built into our wall, then this might be the opportunity that you want to fold it into thirds or fourths at that point. So if you have a longer, deeper drawer and you've got a really little kid with short little legs, you might actually only need to, at that point, when it's folded in half, you may only need to fold it in half one more time. If you've got a really, really little and you're putting it in a drawer that that shape works well, but chances are you're going to fold this then into thirds or you're even going to fold it into fourths. And that way it will stand upright and it will be a file fold that will not be laying flat in that drawer. And what this allows you to see is 
all of the colors of your pants or shirts. I'll get to that fold in a second. At a glance, it'll help you see if one of them is a pattern shirt, if one of them is a solid shirt or pair of pants. Um, it'll help you see if it is your denim or your, you know, different fabrics, your uh, sweatpants, joggers, leather pants, you know, whatever you might be folding, any of those different materials, colors, styles, you're going to be able to see those things at a glance if you choose to file fold, because instead of having all of those stacked on top of each other, and only when you pull a drawer out, seeing the item that's on top, then you might lose some of those other things. It also makes it easier if you're doing a file fold or the roll up, like I talk about soon, like I will be talking about soon. Uh, the nice thing about that is you're going to be seeing these things at a glance. Yes, but you're also going to be able to take them out or pop them back into that drawer without the drawer getting totally messy. Um, a lot of times when you've got little kids and you choose to fold it the way maybe you have in the past where you just have those very top items seen, the unfortunate thing with that is you don't see what you have at a glance and the littles are going to get in there and they're going to start having to pull out all of those things to see what's underneath and to get those things. And then suddenly everything on top of it is a mess. It's no longer folded neatly. Then you've got wrinkled items and it's a mess. So that is definitely a value as well in file folding, not just it looking nice and neat, being aesthetically pleasing, which you guys know I'm a form and function girl. I like them both. I like the look and I like them to be functional. But again, you've got that function part where you can see what you've got at a glance, you know, you know, oh, hey, this is a laundry week because I only have two pairs of pants left folded here, and I need to have the rest of that particular row done. So definitely consider the file fold as something, again, that is going to be really functional for you and your little kids. You're going to see those things at a glance. You want to make sure that you're really doing that fold uh, in accordance to the size of your drawer. So if you've got a taller, deeper drawer, maybe you don't have folded as many times. If you've got a really shallow drawer, you might have to fold it several different times uh, in order for that to happen. So uh, before I go on to the roll up, I'm going to just mention too a little bit about how you might do that file fold with shirts. So obviously some shirts have sleeves, some shirts have short sleeves, and some have, they're like tank tops and they have none. So uh, this is all going to be really relative to what particular shirt you're working with. Um, I actually really love to have lots of different drawers that have those different items in them. So if you can dedicate an entire drawer to sweaters, that's great. That way you don't have like tiny little tank tops sitting next to big, thick cable knit, perhaps sweaters, uh, you've got it a more uniform look and you're just grouping those like items together. So you might want to make sure that you are folding all of your tank tops together in a row, all of your short sleeve shirts together in a row, all of your long sleeve shirts together in a row, and then perhaps even having another one of sweaters. So if you have so few clothing items that you're putting in one drawer and you want to put all of those things in. I love having some dividers. I obviously you guys know I love the container store. So I love getting some drawer dividers there. Make sure that you're checking to see how deep measure your drawer to see how deep or how shallow it is. And they have all different sizes. They also have different dividers like 
clear acrylic uh, plastic. They might have white plastic. They might have wooden. They might have like a cedar option. So all different ones, you can get them from Amazon. You can get them from Target, Walmart, lots of different places, not only the container store, but I do love the container store. So I go there often and really like their drawer dividers. So if you are dividing these items, whether it's pants, shirts of any kind uh, in your within your drawers, you have options. You can either do that to separate those rows, or maybe what you decide to do is you just want to have one divider going down the middle of that drawer and you want to file fold a couple of different rows on either side of it. Again, to differentiate like, these are my short sleeve and tank tops or my body suits, whatever you might want to put there. And then on the other side, these are my heavier sweaters or my long sleeve items. So just consider that whenever you're making the choice to file fold these items into your drawers, you might want to add in the additional dividers in those drawers as well. That can just help. And a lot of times that really helps. Not only does it look nice, but it really does help whenever you are taking items out, you're using them throughout the week before you put them back in, it sort of just holds everything in place. Now, again, when you choose to do a file fold, the when you go to fold them up, you want to make sure you're snugly folding them and that will help it retain its shape a little bit more as well. Some people also like to go a step further and actually have, remember how I was telling you about the hot dog fold and you fold it in half and then you choose to do either thirds or fourths, depending on how much fabric, how long it is. Some people actually leave down at the very bottom where the ankle is. They leave a little extra space down there so that when they fold it, they can actually take it and almost do like a cuff style and wrap it over the folded up part of the pant leg. So again, that's up to you if that's an option that you want to do. Sometimes people feel like this is just a little overkill and it's unnecessary. So you be the judge of that. But I do highly recommend file folding pants. The way I was going to suggest file folding those shirts next is you basically are holding it up in front of you, or perhaps you want one of those boards where you can use that. Sometimes that's fun for kids where you lay the shirt down, you put the board on it, and then you fold the different sides of the board up. You can fold it in half. You can tuck in the arms. However you want to do that, it's up to you. So I'll tell you a couple of different ways that we do it at our house in case you need some inspiration. friendly reminder that my book is now available on Kindle and paperback over on Amazon. So if you haven't gotten it yet, or you have, and you'd like to get more, head over to Amazon and search for I've Got You Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. You can also find a direct link over on my website at everythingwithstyle.com. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. So years ago, I worked at The Limited when I was in high school. Uh, I was a retail associate and that was part of my job. We wanted to fold those things nicely and neatly and really perfectly so they looked beautiful on the shelves. We were not trying to get those items to fit in dresser drawers. We were trying to display those where they were the largest square, basically, 
possible so that you could see the entire shirt. You could see as much as you could to make your decision of, oh, I want to pick that up and I want to wear it or nope, not my style. I'm moving on to the next thing. When you're talking about folding those things nicely and neatly and putting them in drawers, you may actually choose to fold them up a little bit extra. And that's what we've done in a couple different drawers in our home. So in Duke's in particular, I got his dresser, which is super shallow. And I'm really considering in the next probably couple of years, as his clothes I've noticed are getting bigger, I think we're going to have to replace his dresser with one that's a little larger because his clothing pieces are getting larger. And so uh, we have a very shallow one and it worked really well with his little stuff for years. He is about to be eight uh, when I'm recording this now. And so, um, and actually come to think of it, it might even come out in his birthday month. Uh, so he's going to be eight so soon. So a lot of his items, we've even already switched out. I, I think I said this in a past episode that we've had to switch out the hangers. My kids no longer have little kid and baby hangers in their closet. They're now regular hangers. Like we have the standard size. So if you're dealing with a very shallow set of drawers and you've got small clothes, this is a great opportunity to do file folding. So you can really see what you've got quickly at a glance. So it doesn't get super messy and you're not trying to dig around in there. Or if you've got really deep drawers and you're having to like take wild guesses as to what's underneath those, um, file folding is really great for this as well. And you're going to first with the shirt fold, tuck those sleeves back, whatever size they are. If they are a longer sleeve, you're going to flip it back behind once. And then you might fold that sleeve back up as well to tuck it in nice and tightly. And it's going to be different. I'm, I don't use the board anymore. I did that for years in retail, uh, but it's going to be different for every shirt and size. I really like to just do the one at the same time with my hands, the one fold backwards with the two sleeves, not just folding the sleeve back, but also a bit of the shirt as well. So the goal here is you're wanting to do very much like what I talked about with that long, skinny hot dog fold with the pants. You're wanting that to look like a nice, long, uniform rectangle. So that's what you'll have at that point. You'll have your shirt that is has the sleeves tucked in and a bit of the shirt is tucked in as well. And you've got a long, skinny, uniform rectangle. Now, if you do have longer sleeves, whether it's sweater, long sleeve t-shirt, whatever it is, or a jacket, you'll just then fold those in to that little imaginary uh, square that we're going to be going for next. Once you've tucked that in, you will take the top where the neck is and you will fold it in half down to the bottom where the bottom of the shirt is going to be. So now you've got what looks a little bit more like a uniform square. If at any point you see that this does not look uniform, this is a great opportunity for you to give it a little zhuzh and tuck it in. So you're going to be looking at a square. Now in the past and in still in one set of drawers that I have, I will actually keep it just like that and put it in and stack things on top of each other because I have some of those really, really deep drawers. And if I file folded things, I found with some of my thinner shirts that they don't have enough structure and they fall down. And so I do have a few of these items still folded like that, just in half and stacked on top. And then I've made really certain that I know what is under there so that I'm not going digging and trying to find those things. And then I'm very careful to like lift out three shirts to pull out that one shirt and then put those three shirts back on top of it. Right. This is not 
kid friendly. This is like an adult who's obsessed with organizing. This is an okay method to use. That's not your favorite thing. I would stick with the file folding. And once you're at that square position of your shirt, I would even consider folding it again in half. Or if you're at that long skinny hot dog fold and the sleeves are folded in, then whenever you get ready to do it in half, instead, you might consider doing it in thirds at that point as well. So my husband, because he's got such a long torso, we joke that even I'm super short and I'm the one that has the long legs. He's super tall, but he is all torso. Now, if you're a six foot six man, you know, he's got some long legs too, but we tease him that he is so long in the torso and his shirts really reflect that. So I actually do that initial fold back of the sleeves and then I fold it in half and then I fold it in half again. And that is how his shirts live in his drawer. For me, I do the square for him. I fold it into fourths. And for my kids, I really will either decide to either fold it in thirds or fourths, depending on how long that particular shirt is. Oh my goodness. My daughter is so into crop tops these days. And the Tennessee girl in me is like, okay, well, let's still just make sure that we're being modest. You know, I know you're a California baby, but let's make sure if we got these crop tops that are practically nothing, we're making sure we're wearing some high-waisted pants and being appropriate there as well. So modesty mom here taking over and just reminding her what I feel like is appropriate these days. She looks so cute in those crop tops. And I'm not going to lie. I've got a couple too, but I follow that rule as well. If I've got a crop top, I'm going to have a higher-waisted pant so that we're not getting all cray cray. We're not going to the beach every day. You know what I mean? Contrary to popular belief living in California, we are not at the beach every single day. So we'll leave all those crop tops and short shorts for, you know, swimming pool and beach days. So depending again on what length that shirt is and how deep or shallow your drawer is, that is what I'm going to recommend you choose for your space. Now we are finally at the roll up portion of this episode. Thanks for hanging in with me. Here's the deal. At the end of the day, you hear it on the podcast. Every beginning of each episode, I say it has to be simple or it just won't get done. Organization of your drawers has to be simple or it may not get done in your household. And when you're talking about little kids, that's even more chance of stuff not getting done or staying organized. So I really recommend with little kids, I really recommend having those dividers. Those definitely help. In addition, I recommend the roll up. If you've got a kid who is now starting to do their own thing and they're helping contribute to putting laundry away, which Duke is definitely doing that now, instead of having him do this very specific file fold, I truly just say, lay the shirts out, fold the sleeves in, and then roll it up. Or you can fold those sleeves in, fold it in half, and then roll it up as well. And the reason I say that is because number one, we're not really worried too much about getting things wrinkled up. It's totally fine. It'll still retain its shape when they're so little, you know, and then number two, also because it is an opportunity for my kids to be helpful without having such a structure that it becomes difficult and stressful and frustrating, and they don't want to contribute to helping put their laundry in their drawers, right? So if you are at that place where you feel like you want your kids to help and you feel like file folding is a great option, but it feels a bit too complicated, a little bit too difficult for them to manipulate the fabric in that way, 
do the good old roll up. You're still having the form and function there. It's going to look nice. They're not just all thrown in and shoved in, which by the way, I will tell you that if you've got pajamas or uh, sweatshirts or something that you're not super concerned about the preciousness of that fold, you can absolutely have a drawer where things are kind of open. And if your kids are really little and it makes the most sense to have like a pajama basket, we have a pajama basket. I am not a stickler to those being folded perfectly. We also did a, because our Duke loves a hoodie, loves a sweatshirt. We have a hoodie and a sweatshirt basket as well. And that's just really easy for things to get tossed in. So they have a place to live and they go back to their designated space. But again, we're not like a slave to making sure that we're getting it perfectly folded. So the roll-up method actually works not only on kids, but I was mentioning with my husband having so much fabric with his clothing in his drawers, what I've actually found, especially some of his more shallow drawers that are in our closet, I put all of his sweatpants. He's, well, it's funny right now, I'm actually recording this in an Aviator Nation hat, we're obsessed with Aviator Nation these days. We really got on that bandwagon with that brand when loungewear was all the rage during COVID. And so we love that. It's something that we wear often. So if you have items that don't have much structure, so like sweatpants, for example, this is also a great reason to use the roll-up method because the pants aren't always going to hold their shape as well if they are in just that file fold pattern pattern file fold method. You get what I'm saying? So there's not so much structure to it, right? Cause they're just these like very cozy, soft material pants. So we do the roll-up method in there and it's so much easier as well. And so I do the exact same thing where I do his long pant leg laying out. And I usually just do this standing up. I have learned how to do this really pretty quickly now, but if you need a base, you can lay it on the floor, the bed, the table, a folding table, whatever you've got your couch, wherever you are. Um, and we just to do one leg folded over the other leg, tuck in the crotch, take the waist down to the ankle. If you've got a longer material, or like I said, if you don't have a longer material at that point, you can start the roll-up process with my husband. And even with my stuff too, I do have enough material to go from the waist down to the ankle when it's folded in half. And it looks like that uniform rectangle. I will then just roll it up and tuck it in. So you have what looks like a little bit of a roll up look versus a sturdier, more structured file fold in those drawers, but it still accomplishes the same goal, which is you can see what you have at a glance. It's not super structured. So you don't have to stress out about like, Oh, my husband didn't fold this perfectly the way I would do it. You know, no, he just rolls them up, sticks them down in there. Easy peasy. We're on our way. So hopefully the file fold method or the roll up method is going to be helpful for you. I would love to see if you guys decide to try this in a drawer or multiple drawers, let me know how it's working for you. And if, by the way, you go to implement something and it doesn't seem to be working for you, absolutely reach out to me and let me know that you're struggling with some element of it. And we can hop on a zoom. We can do a virtual call. We could do a phone call, or we could just chat about it over email. And we'll make sure that those things that I've suggested are working best for you, or perhaps I'll even suggest a totally different way to do it. So if you guys have a fun method that you do for folding things in your drawers, let me know. I am always open to learning new ideas because again, 
If it's not simple, it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process of getting our stuff organized. And that way we can be spending our very precious brain cells that we have left over as moms on different things that are more important. Hopefully this was helpful for you guys today. Again, if it was, share it with a friend and I will talk to you next week for some more organization motivation. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.